in today's show. We look ahead to Friday's games in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're here to look at Friday. It's an iffy day. There are 10 games on. You might be able to stream. You might not be. After Friday, though, there's one day to stream. It's Saturday because Sunday's got 12 games. It's jam-packed, absolutely out the ball sack. So it's going to be really hard to get blokes in on Sunday. But we might be able to do it Friday. We might be able to do it Saturday. Unfortunately, there's no Friday, Saturday back-to-back. So you can't actually double up there. So let's have a look at how we can influence categories, what we can do in points leagues for Friday's action. Warney. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> Let's look at Yahoo Points Leagues, guys, we can look at. These guys are all available in over 50% of leagues, and they probably shouldn't be. I know that a lot of leagues have stopped and we're in the finals, but just because you're in the finals doesn't mean that you know, these players shouldn't be used because Alexei Pokashevsky is getting a lot of minutes. And the only bloke who's really available to come back, maybe come back, is Trey Mann. So the minutes and most of the touches are going to be there for Poku most nights. Now, there's going to be iffy stuff for sure. There's going to be nights where Olivier Saar and Vic Krejci and blokes like that step up. But in general, Poku's going to have 30 minutes and he's going to have value. This is how we know we're in the, the end game. It's because we're talking about Trey Lyles too much. So Trey Lyles is getting a lot of minutes. He's getting a lot of shots. He's leading to a lot of losses. And that's exactly where we are with the Sacramento Kings. And he is going to play a ton and he's going to be useful. And he honestly shouldn't have been on the wire for this long. He's, he's still there. Go and add him. He's a good ad for Friday. Teo Maladon. Again, 30 minutes you're going to get. These are the guys that we're looking at. Your Pokus, Lyles, Maladons, Brandon Williams. He's going to get a ton of playing time. He's going to miss a ton of shots. But the points league value is absolutely there for Willow. Isaiah Roby. Yes, Olivier Saar outplayed him last game. But we've still got 30 plus minutes of Roby. He just shot poorly. He's going to have a great, great run of things here. These are all very obvious, I think, um, must-roster type guys who are going to have tremendous value for you for the rest of this week or the rest of this season, which, of course, is, is very uh, short at this stage. But you're looking at the Thunder. They've got, like, two games left. There's only these six teams that have one game left from Friday through Sunday. You've got the Nets, the Hawks, the Bulls. Hornets, Jazz, Grizzlies. But of course, your Hawks, Bulls, Nets, Jazz, they all play Thursday. So they've got that added benefit there. And they play the low volume on Saturday, which is obviously really, really useful. The Grizzlies have got the shit schedule where they play Friday, then don't play at all on the weekend. The only team that don't play on the weekend, the Grizzlies. So just be aware of that when, uh, yeah, after Friday's action, you drop them all. They're all gone. And then you stream in the guys on Saturday. Where was I? Oh yeah, Grizzlies, Tyus Jones. Yes, yeah, absolutely grab him if he's still there. We saw the damage he did last game. 
They're going against the Sun, so I think we're going to get pretty good minutes out of him. And then you drop him after Friday. Keon Johnson stunk it up last game for Portland, but I'm pretty sure he's going to get another opportunity. I don't think Keljan Blevins or Elijah Hughes are going to take that spot. He's been up and down because he's not very good, Keon, but the opportunity is probably still going to be there. And he gets the Friday, Sunday. Again, Sunday's a weird day, but you can get that value there. Damian Jones, probably a must roster across the board. Um, good enough to be in the active roster even on Sunday. And Devin Vassell and Pat Beverly. Beverly has really stunk the last three games, three big blowouts. That's limited his minutes. They play the Nuggets and the Rockets. There is a chance that that, that Rockets game is a blowout, so he plays limited minutes. Hopefully they keep it close against the Nuggets and we get good playing time there while Vassell is you know, solid enough, I think. They've got two games against the Blazers, so some big opportunities potentially coming his way in those ones. For ESPN, a lot of similar names, of course. Drew Eubanks is still available in over 70% of leagues. I don't know what they're doing over there, but go and add Drew Eubanks. You're well aware of that, of course. Pokusevsky, Lyles, Jones, Maladon, Jones again, that's Damo and Tyus. Isaiah Roby. These are all guys we just spoke about. Vassell, Beverly, and Brandon Williams. So it's all those same sort of guys who are going to have that value to stream in on Friday. But you know, Drew Eubanks is available in a lot of spots over on ESPN, so just he's the number one priority. Make sure you go and grab him if he is still floating around on your waiver wire, which, again, hopefully your league is a little bit more switched on than that, but you need to be switched on to look at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the place that you need to go, and after months of playing, after games and games and tournaments and all that sort of stuff, college basketball's coming to a conclusion. We've got the final four, and that's going to determine this year's national champion. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info from all the latest odds, contests, and player props, you name it. Your final four games, what have we got on? What are the odds telling me over at BetOnline.net? Kansas is a four-point favorite over Nova. Duke is a four-point favorite over the Tar Heels. Um, so, you know, which, which way do we think this is going to go? I think the underdogs are going to get up, UNC and Villanova. What do you think? You can check it all out over at Bet Online, And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet Online is where the game starts. Let's go to category leagues. Who are we streaming in for that points category? <sighs> Trey Lyles. Yes, I'm talking about Trey Lyles. The biggest black hole in the NBA, the guy that doesn't really play much defense or pass or get others involved, but he'll shoot a lot, and this Kings team doesn't care. So he'll get out there and he'll score. He's a great option for that. Keon Johnson, maybe. There's not many good points guy. Again, the misnomer that is always, I think, I might, maybe I'm wrong on this, but I'm I'm firmly steadfast in my opinion on this. The people always say you can always get points off the waiver wire, and that's true, but it's also not true, is that you can't really get any above average or even average point scorers. Everyone will score points that are on the waiver wire. They might score seven. They might score nine. You can get that. But adding that in as one of your games played, it doesn't help your overall score that much. It's so, so low. It's so far below what an average contribution you need is that it doesn't actually matter. It's like saying, well, yeah, I can, yeah, if we work things in percentages or, or in fractions, it's like getting someone who averages 0.4 steals and they give you 0.4 steals in a game. Like, is it really that useful? No, it's not. And that's why, you know, when you were looking for points, you got to get them early. Because despite guys on the wire in general, like these options here, like Keon Johnson, like he might score nine points. 
and it is technically points, it's just not enough to really swing that category at all. But Trey Lyles is a good option. He is going to score maybe 20. Keon, Lonnie Walker, eh, depends how they give their minutes to him, but it's, it's iffy with him and Keon there. Damian Jones, he had 24 last game. I wouldn't rely on that, but he's a solid double-digit guy. Benny McLemore can get really hot, but who knows what they do with minutes in Portland. Reggie Bullock, he's got a really secure role. He doesn't have a really secure shot at the moment, but he's got a really secure role, and that's valuable for us. While Corey Kispert also has that secure role, unfortunately, the shots aren't going in for him. Rui Hachimura, again, pretty solid role for Rui at the moment with Kuzma still dealing with his knee issue. And Rui is going to score. That's what he does. Doesn't do much more. And then you've got Aaron Wigo Wiggins, who's got good minutes, probably okay numbers, but nothing spectacular. And DiVincenzo, he could be a single digit guy for sure, but he's also going to have a relatively strong role. And that's what we're looking at. So you know, Lyles, we like here. Keon and Lonnie Walker, they're iffy. They've got upside, but the role's a bit iffy. But, you know, Bullock's got strong role. Hachimura's got one. Wiggins has got one. DiVincenzo's got one. Damian Jones has got one. So we feel a bit more secure in the playing time that they're going to get. Let's go to three-pointers. This, again, this is the easiest category to stream. These blokes will all hit two to three, you would guess. Reggie Bullock, Benny McLemore, Corey Kispert, and Dante DiVincenzo, players we spoke about already. The Duck, Luke Kennard. Now, I don't know. The Clippers' roles are going to be all over the shop, as they always seem to be. Will he play 32, like last game? Or will it be Terrence Mann? Or will it be Amir Coffey, who's back in the rotation? You can't trust it, but you can always take a flyer on Kennard to hit some threes. Justin Anderson. I don't expect Duarte or Brogdon to, to play again. So Anderson is probably going to play 30. He'll probably attempt four or five threes a game. And you might hit two or three of them. Gary Bird, Garrison Matthews. He's going to play minutes. I keep putting him in here, just hoping at one point something happens, but he has been bad, like actually really bad for months. And like, what do you have last point game? Three points? He's just, he's bad. Justin Holiday, that's iffy. The minutes were way down for Jarl's last game. Will they play him 10 minutes again? Will they push him back to 20? He's a very iffy one. Peyton Pritchard's minutes are a little bit all over the place at the moment. Like, they're not all over the place. They're not spiking. He's at like 18, 19 a game, which is fine. You might get two triples out of him, but the upside's limited. And Lonnie Walker, again, he might play 25, he might play 13. He played 13 last game. And that does make it a little bit less reliable. For rebounds, let's just go with Trey Larson, the big sneeze, Precious Achua. Really good options for them. Two guys that at certain points this year had the title of the worst rotation player in the NBA. They don't have that anymore because RJ Hampton exists. And these two guys have improved, let's be, let's be fair. Um, they're putting up some good rebound numbers. Precious is a little bit iffier because who knows what direction they go. Is it Boucher? Is it Precious? Is it Birch? Is it Young? Does he get 20 minutes, 29 minutes, 18 minutes? Like it's it's a, it's a crapshoot. Damian Jones, great rebound streamer. One of the best out there. CJ Allaby is going to get 30 minutes, probably. Probably get seven boards. Solid. Low upside in terms of he's not going to push for double digits, but really strong floor value when he's rebounds. Dwighty Powell is going to get at least 20 minutes. Might get 28. He's not a double-digit machine rebounder, but he's solid enough there. And they started the Portland Trailblazers, Greggy Brown, last game. Greggy can get eight. Will they start him again over Elijah Hughes? Probably. Um, and I think you can rely upon him for some um, boards. Then it gets a little bit tougher. Demarcus Cousins, Muxy Kleber, Dan Gafford, who's only going to be top out at 20 minutes unless Porzingis is hurt. And then Aaron Wiggins is where we're really starting to scrape the bottom of the barrel for rebounds. Assists, it's a rough time out there. Markel Fultz is the best one out there, I would guess. And then Sadoransky and Ishmith probably come after him. Double-digit assist upside for those three. Uh, Trey Jones is a solid assist guy most nights, but he'll have some stinkers. Chris Dunn has lost some minutes recently to Brandon Williams. Jordan McLaughlin has played pretty well. 
I don't expect him to have a huge role in that game. Um, who's their next game against? I completely just blanked. Minnesota. Uh, against Denver. Maybe against the Rockets on Sunday, but you know, not as huge a role against Denver. Campaign. Yeah, look, you might get four out of him in 15 minutes. Then And then it's Keon Johnson, Dante DiVincenzo, and Roderick Hampton Jr., who might get you two or three. It's, it's a big drop-off in assists. We've talked about that multitudes of times this year. I've also talked to you about Bilt Bar multitudes of times this season, but I'm going to do it again because Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Have you just got home from throwing the steel around at the gym, from kissing your biceps in the mirror and looking at how jacked you are and go, how do I get that extra bit of jackness into my life? Well, maybe it's protein, but you don't want to take disgusting protein. Who wants that? Get a, get a Bilt Bar. You've got 17 grams of protein in most of these bars, but it's low calorie. It's low sugar, it's low fat, it's low carbs, and it tastes bloody great. So go and order your boxes of Built Bar. I'm going to go smash my Built Bar straight after recording this. I'm telling you now. Looking forward to it because as you can see, this is what human perfection looks like, all thanks to Built Bar. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you will save yourself 15% off your order. Built Bar is built different. Let's steal some streams. Wrong wording, but I don't care. We're streaming in steals. That's what I meant to say. Who are we going to get for that steals category? We're going to start with Dunny. Chris Dunn, he's going to get him. He's going to be shitted in a lot of other areas, but he's going to get the steals. So is the big ragu, Dante DiVincenzo. These are three steal upside players. So is Jose Alvarado. His minutes are down. His entertainment factor is through the roof. The way that he hides to get those steals is bloody hilarious. At some point, teams are going to realize, but not yet. So Jose Alvarado's got that option. McLaughlin, he's an interesting steals guy, as is my man, Joshy Christopher. I didn't like the minutes that he played last game, but he still got, what, did he get four steals in that last game? And he's got a pretty sizable role now that Gordon and Schroeder aren't playing. So really watch Joshy Christopher. I like him. Keon Johnson, Torian Prince, old Lindy Waters the third, no doubt, no doubt. Vic Krejci is getting some steals. He's getting a lot of minutes. He will drop a little bit, I would imagine, if Trey Mann plays, but Vic's still in the, in the mix there. And then you get down to someone like a CJ Allaby. He's not a great option, but he's a solid one. For blocks, it's Damo Jones. That's There's your options, Damo Jones. After that, it's tougher. Grant Williams is going to play increased role. He can block some shots. Uh, Greggy Brown might start. He could block three. He had, does have that upside. And Dan Gafford can easily have two blocks in his limited role. And then it's um, you know, Feast or Famine, Muxy Kleber. It's Daniel Tice, who's only going to play those 17 to 18 most nights. Trey Lyles, who's like a 0.5 block per game guy. The problem, the, the thing with him is he's playing 30 plus, so maybe he sneaks his way into a block. Maybe someone tries to take a shot and throws it into his head and it counts as a block that way. I don't know. Naz Reed, really good block per minute player usually. Zachy Collins is a good blocks guy. And then Alex Len. But yeah, Reed, Collins, Len, Tice, Kleber, Gafford. These guys are all limited because they're backups. So the upside in getting that in is very low. They can still block a shot. They're very good at it. But them playing 27, 28 minutes is probably not going to happen. Let's go to field goal percentage. It's Damo Jones really up the top there. Then Dwight Powell, Dan Gafford. And then it gets a bit rough from there. KJ Martin, maybe. I'm interested to see if they've just finally let him play 30. That'd be great, but they're not. Uh, Alex Len, Dwighty Howard, if they play him. I don't know if... Will he even play if Anthony Davis is coming back, which was what it looks like? I don't know. Um, Trey Lyles, Daniel Tice, Larry Nance, Thad Young. These are all interesting field goal guys, but the power really rests in Jones, Powell, and Gafford. They're your big influencers in that category. For free throw percentage... Grant Williams, Joshy Richardson, Jeff Green, George Hill, Kispert, DJ Augustin, The Duck, Luke Kennard, Jeremy Lamb, Lindy Waters the third, and Peyton Pritchard. 
can all help you in that free throw percentage category. And in terms of back-to-backs, there are none. There's no Friday, Saturday back-to-back. Sunday's a 12-game day. Your back-to-back option ended with the Thursday-Saturday combination or the Thursday-Friday combination. Now, good luck. You're getting singles in. Hopefully, it all works for you. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you are here on YouTube, you know what to do. Stick your thumb up the middle, flick the little bell, leave a comment down below, and guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.